A mayor has resigned, claiming abduction by Satan worshippers. An Italian artist sells his invisible sculpture for 15,000 euro. And a bride in India died during her wedding. Her sister replaced her and married the boyfriend. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News. I'm sorry, that would be Wednesday on Weird AF News. I'm getting my days all messed up because I missed a day. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian I record in a closet because I'm classy. Do you listen in a closet? A mayor resigns, claiming abduction by Satan worshippers. It's just your typical mayor being abducted by Satan worshippers and deciding that not fit for his post anymore. It's natural. The mayor of an Arkansas town resigned on Wednesday, claiming that he was abducted and brainwashed by Satan worshippers nearly three decades ago. Well, that's a long time ago. Should have probably resigned three decades ago, sir. (laughs) Uh, He was fighting them demons. Uh, Centerton, Arkansas, Mayor Ken Williams says he's been living under an assumed name for nearly 30 years. He's been the mayor since 2001. So that's 20 years you've been mayor with a fake name. He told the authorities he was born with the name Don, Don LaRose. But in the mid-70s, as a preacher in Indiana, he happened to be abducted and brainwashed by Satan worshippers into forgetting all about his life as Don LaRose. <laughs> Why would you tell people this, even if it's true? <laughs> you just sound like a crazy person. Just just resign, Ken. Tell everybody you just, you, I don't know, you discovered a love for fly fishing and you just want to devote your life to fly fishing. <laughs> and that's why you're leaving your post as mayor. What are you doing telling everybody that you're <laughs> Satan worshippers? Brain- shush, 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 Ken. Shush. For Mayor Williams, he says this was a double life that he had never actually acknowledged because he didn't even realize his old life existed until he had recently taken a truth serum injection. <laughs> a truth serum. What is this, an episode of Batman? <laughs> truth serum obje- injection. As Williams regained his memory, he said he realized that he had a wife and two kids, but that he had to... <laughs> Come on! Is this story even real? It says he had he realized he had a wife and two kids. He decided to leave and take on a new identity to protect them. Here's a quote from Williams. I had no choice. The choice was to watch my family killed before my eyes or go with these people. And I chose instead to run. I ran. He wouldn't explain from who he was running from, saying only that he had been brainwashed. I had multiple shock treatments. I remember that. It took five years to get my memory back. Williams said he took his current identity in 1980 when he moved to Arkansas. His full name, Bruce Kent Williams, was taken from a man who died in a car crash back in 1958, he said. What happened in 1980, whether it was right or wrong, I did it under the threat of my family and for my own survival. The information went public, Williams said, because he runs a website about Don LaRose and his disappearance. (laughs) I can't even... (sighs) <sighs> LaRose's former family found the website, started inquiring about its author. Is this? They found the site registered to Ken Williams and went from there. Williams says his current wife is standing by him, and the two of them want to continue living in Arkansas. He said he plans to continue living as Ken Williams instead of the old name, Don LaRose. Also, his resignation was signed with two, two names, both his names. 
According to the police, Williams is under no investigation of any wrongdoing whatsoever. <laughs> I'll just leave him as mayor. I mean, you know, just leave him. You know, mayors are so terrible anyways. Who cares? The bar is set so low for mayors that you've been abducted by Satan worshipers and had your memory erased. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You want to just help make decisions on where to put parking meters? You can still do that, I think, right? <laughs> the mayors. Uh, you see the morons that we hire for, like, or that we elect to higher office? Can you imagine the dummies that are acting as mayors in the United States? Like, what does it take to be a mayor? <laughs> just a heartbeat? <laughs> All you got to do is be able to write your first name and you could be a mayor in the U.S. <laughs> You're abducted by Satan worshippers? <laughs> Whatever. You should have you should have seen the last guy we had. Oh boy. Wasn't even a guy, it was a possum. An Italian artist sells an invisible sculpture for fifteen thousand euros. To an idiot. Salvatore Garo, a sixty-seven year old artist from Italy. At a time when the art world, like everything else, is going through a difficult time with the pandemic. Salvatore has achieved a remarkable feat, which should be impossible to do. But he has sold an invisible sculpture for the sum of 15,000 euro. Originally, the price of the sculpture was set between six and 9,000, but Salvatore kept receiving offers for the invisible sculpture. The price increased, and he ended up selling it for 15,000 euros. Who would buy an invisible sculpture? Where do you put an invisible sculpture? Do you need to put it anywhere? <laughs> How dumb are you for buying an invisible sculpture for this amount of money? Let's get down to the bottom of this. Garo's sculpture is called Io Sono, which means I am. It is an immaterial sculpture, well, <laughs> which in so many words means it does not exist. Or that if it did exist, it only exists in the mind of its creator. With many art skeptics criticizing the artist's curious creation, Salvatore's response is that he has not sold nothing, but has sold a vacuum. He explains it as this. The vacuum is nothing more than a space full of energy, and even if we empty it and there is nothing left, according to the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, that nothing, that nothing has weight. Therefore, it has energy that is condensed and transformed into particles that is into us. Are, are you saying that because you thought of a piece of artwork, there was energy put into it and that you can now sell it for something even though nothing was actually created? Garou, I don't think you understand how art works. This is how art works, okay? There's a system put into place, a structure. Yes, you have the idea in your mind. And I've done this many times with songs and jokes. So I know what I'm talking about. You have it in your mind, that thought. But the thought doesn't stop there. The thought in your mind doesn't mean it's now art. No, it's just an idea. It's a concept in your mind. Okay. Many people have ideas and concepts. They don't just walk around and sell them like that. Okay, you have to, uh, in order for it to be art, it has to come out of your mind. It has to sort of grow from your thoughts and then manifest itself in the world somehow, either through audio, video, uh, sculpture, painting. I mean, there's a m various different mediums that art can manifest itself. But as just an idea in your head, Garo, no, no, not art. I'm sorry, sir. And the people that bought this or the person who bought this, you've just completely fooled. That's what's going on here. The Italian artist continued with this crapola. 
It says here, when I decide to exhibit an immaterial sculpture in a given space, that space will concentrate a certain amount in the density of thoughts at the precise point, creating a sculpture that from my title will only take the most varied forms. After all, don't we shape a god we've never seen? So, so what are you, are you setting up like an art exhibit that has nothing inside and charging people to come in? Is that your, this is just trickery. And for whatever reason, this Salvatore is getting away with it. I don't know how. People just have money to burn, apparently. Listen, if you don't know what to do with your money, please reach out to me because I can help you. You don't have to give it to an artist for an invisible sculpture. <laughs> I got so many ideas for what you can do with your money. Salvatore points out that his work cannot be displayed just anywhere, but must be located in a space measuring about 150 by 150 centimeters. <laughs> The space should be free from obstructions with lighting and climate control being being optional, optional, as you can't see the object anyway, all which will be detailed in a signed and stamped guarantee certificate from the artist to the buyer. Oh, I need to take a lesson from this Salvatore and sell people jokes that just exist in my mind. <laughs> Trust me, it's funny. They're all funny. They're very funny jokes. They're for sale, guys. Would you like to pay for them? I'll give you a certificate that you can own the joke. Ooh, 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 I got an idea for a joke right now. Ooh, I'm a call it a, oh, a seedless watermelon. You want to buy it? Huh? A bride died during her wedding. Her sister replaced her and married the boyfriend. This is in India, where apparently the show must go on. A bride collapsed just before her wedding rituals and died in Samaspora village. The groom then married her sister. Yeah, the sister of the dead bride, while the body of the bride was in another room. The last rites of the bride were performed after the marriage. They couldn't even wait. The food gets cold. You can't wait. What about the body? The body gets cold, too. They don't care. According to the reports, the marriage of Mangesh Kumar was scheduled with Serbi. The groom with his family members reached the bride's house, and the wedding rituals began Thursday night. After the preparations were being made for the wedding rituals, suddenly the bride complained of uneasiness and collapsed. Her family members rushed her to a medical facility where the doctors declared her brought dead on arrival. She had died of a heart attack. I'm surprised you even brought her to the medical facility. Uh, you know, the way that you guys with this wedding here, just step over her and have someone else <laughs> marry the guy. The story took a dramatic turn when the girl's would-be husband asked her parents to solemnize his marriage with their younger daughter then and there, to which the family agreed. How are you going to agree, the family? Out of complete disrespect for your dead daughter. She's in the next room. You're going to allow the other daughter to marry? I mean, I assume this guy's extremely wealthy. The, fa the family's very wealthy. They just wanted to get in on this wealth. Is that what's going on? I'm making a presumption here, but I'm trying to think of another situation where you would just give up your other daughter. The marriage was solemnized, solemnized, solemnized. I don't know what this word means. With the younger sister as her dead body was lying in another room of the house. Distraught over the death of his sister, the brother said it was a bizarre situation. Yeah, the brother thinks it's bizarre. You're the only one, dude. The wedding of, he says, as the wedding of my younger sister was being solemnized while the body of my dead sister was lying in another room. Unbelievable. That, that's how the story ends with the quote from the brother who was just thought it was a bizarre situation. It is a bizarre situation, bro. Absolutely. You know, I came across another story that I, I didn't do from last week. 
Similar situation. Bride marries wedding guest after groom goes missing. Kind of similar. Uh, but this just seems to be happening in India. I'm just going to bundle these two stories together because they shed some light on what's going on over there when it comes to these weddings. It says, after the groom went missing at a recent wedding, the bride's family decided the show must go on, even if it's with a different guy. Bring him on. Who's next in line? They just, they just move on. They're like, who else is in the room? <laughs> like, Grab that guy at, at the local bar. Drag him down here. A couple in the town of Maharapojur. India was getting ready for their wedding ceremony when the groom seemed to disappear. Family members searched the area for him but were unsuccessful. They reportedly discovered he had likely fled for unknown reasons. I think I know the reason. It was then that one of his guests suggested the ceremony continue but with a new groom. Oh, I have a great idea. We already paid for the <laughs> for the function hall. Let's keep going with it. The bride's family evaluated her original fiancé's wedding party and selected a new suitor. The two were married that same day. How did you evaluate somebody so quickly? Just pick somebody off the list with a nice name. According to the media, the bride's family later filed a complaint against the original groom and his family. Officials released a statement saying that the groom's father sought police to help to find his missing son. Investigators are still looking into the incident. But, I mean, above and beyond all of this, that's just window dressing these other parts of the story. The, the fact that they'll just marry anybody at any time after they've reserved the wedding day just, just seems a little drastic to me. I mean, can you just push it up a week or something? I don't know. <laughs> Are these marriages, I mean, the wedding's so crazy. Is it just so difficult to get everybody together? I guess in general, it kind of is even here to get everybody together. It's not easy and it's expensive. But I think out of respect for everybody involved, you wouldn't just marry a stranger at this point to just keep going with it. What do I know? Anybody from India listening to my show? Probably not. Call my show or send me an email. Let me know what's going on with it. What is, why are these weddings so like, like once it's scheduled, you have to go through with it. Like why? It's like if you reserve a massage and then you don't show up and you don't cancel within 24 hours, they, they whack your credit card. My email's funnyjones at gmail.com, by the way. <laughs> Sorry. And that's the end of another episode of Weird AF News. I want to thank everybody for being here for that. Uh, please, if you have a moment, give the show a rating of some sort on iTunes or Amazon. I prefer five stars if you can, if you can afford that, um, if not four stars. I, mean, I don't know how many stars you guys have in your pocket right now, but if you could have if you could just kind of give me five of those, that'd be tremendous. Appreciate that. Maybe write a little something. If not, no worries. You can also support the show by joining the Patreon. Check out the Patreon. You know you want to. It's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash weird a-f news. Yeah, you get bonus episodes and all sorts of extra content. I posted three things in there yesterday as a matter of funk. Yeah, it was a little busy in the Patreon. You get a lot of content in there. It's pretty cool. If you like the podcast, you'll really enjoy the Patreon. Get a little extra things in there, a little extra, little extra dose of Jonesy's brain. Uh, if you want to call the show, you know the number. I'll give it to you anyways in case you're new. 646-450-2012. As always, you can send me articles to funnyjones at gmail.com and follow me on the, the Instagram at funnyjones. Appreciate all of you for being here. We'll do it again tomorrow. I hope you're there. <laughs>